Welcome to the High on Life podcast, where it's all about empowering you with the medicine and the mindset to healthfully lose weight and thrive beyond the scale. I'm your host, Dr. Sasha High. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss and beyond. Remember that while I'm a doctor, I'm not your doctor. So be sure to seek medical support from a qualified health professional. Welcome to episode 26 of the High on Life podcast. I'm so happy to be back with you this week. This is going to be a slightly different episode. Normally when I'm thinking about the podcast, I am thinking about what is going to impact your life. How can I give value to you and really thinking about you, my listener, and what your needs are. And it's really not about me because listening is not about me. However, today I thought I would share with you a little bit about me and share my evolution as an internist turned obesity physician turned weight loss coach, how and why that happened. And I thought that would be helpful because as you get to know me and my philosophy and what I'm all about, it gives you a more well-rounded picture to understand where I'm coming from and why I share what I do and how I come up with the content for this podcast, as well as for my best weight program. So that's what we're going to do today. And then next week, what I want to do is give you an inside look into the best weight program and what it, what we're all about, what it entails and how we help women. And I think it's going to be valuable, not only to those of you who are wondering about working with me and what that looks like and how we can help you, but also to some of the women who listen to my podcast who are already part of our program to really help you see how you can take full advantage of our program because we've added so much recently. Like we've just put, we've been like, how can we give more, give more value, give more value. And some of the ladies aren't even, aren't even aware of everything that we offer. So I think it'll be helpful there too. Before I get into today's episode, though, I want to give a big shout out and a thank you to one of my listeners who goes by the name NickZ99. She left me a review on Apple Podcasts, and I'm so thankful. She said, your podcast was recommended by my amazing doctor, Dr. Barrett. I've started listening on my drive to and from work. I love, love, love everything about your podcast. Your philosophies and strategies are amazing. I relate to all you say. Thank you. Looking forward to the drive home tonight. Thank you so much, NickZ99. I love getting this feedback. I love that I can help you and inspire you while driving. It means so much to me that you took the time to write the review. So thank you. Okay, let's start at the very beginning. A very good place to start. Sound of Music reference for those of you who caught it. I completed residency in 2012 at the University of Toronto. And when I graduated that year, I immediately got a job at a large community hospital in Mississauga as an internist. And during that first year of practice, I also got connected with an obesity physician who runs a large medical weight loss clinic in Toronto. And I started working with him at his at his clinic one Saturday a month. And back then, my interest in obesity was really that I had an interest in fitness and nutrition. And I've always had an interest in just kind of healthy living in general. And that is what I believed obesity was. That is generally what most physicians believe that weight was about, was telling people that they should eat healthier, count their calories, and hit the gym. Honestly, I look back and it was like cringe-worthy, but at the same time, it was 2012, which is not that long ago, by the way, but that was pretty much the standard of care. And a lot of the healthcare community still believes that, like, 
eat fewer calories, have you tried exercising, that's going to fix the problem, without understanding what we now know about obesity being rooted in physiology and so much psychology. But back then, we didn't have good medications. We didn't do psychotherapy. There was no focus on behavior change. It was just here. Here's a list of 200-calorie snacks. Please follow it. Have three meals a day. Eat two snacks a day. And that was it. And so I was doing this once a month while also working at the hospital. And I did this for several years. And about you know, three to five years into working at the hospital, I was already burning out. I remember feeling or thinking, I should say, I was thinking, you know what? I am not helping anyone. I am putting Band-Aids on these chronic diseases and it just was not feeling like I was having the impact that I wanted to have. And I've realized now in looking back that there's nothing wrong with that type of medicine. But the problem was that I am passionate about health and wellness, but our medical system, especially if you work in an inpatient setting in the hospital, is all about treating disease. So what it was is that there was a mismatch, right? It just wasn't for me. I'm so thankful that there are physicians out there who love that, but it wasn't what I was passionate about. And I had this distinct moment that I recall when I knew it was time to leave the hospital. I realized one day, I was like, I am not even being a good doctor anymore. Now, Granted, I was still doing a great job with patients. I think pretty much all of my colleagues thought that I was a great doctor and like I loved working with me and I think my patients really liked having me as their doctor. But I knew in my heart that I was not doing the best job that I could do and that just didn't sit well with me. And I have to be in integrity with myself or it just doesn't it doesn't feel right. And so I was fortunate that I had, well, fortunate, I don't know. (laughs) I guess I was fortunate. I had my first child in 2015 and I had a maternity leave. So during that maternity leave, I explored some other interests. I started diving more into the world of obesity medicine and learning more and doing better and being better as an obesity physician. And I developed an interest in nutrition strategies to treat specifically insulin resistance and metabolic diseases. That got me interested in low-carb nutrition, and I discovered how powerful it could be in reversing diabetes, losing weight, managing fatty liver, so many benefits to a low-carb eating plan in terms of metabolic disease. I consumed tons of content from all the low-carb gurus like Dr. Tim Noakes and Dr. Sarah Hallberg and Gary Taubes, and I was just really immersed in that world, and I I became completely convinced that this was the strategy that mainstream medicine had missed in treating obesity by focusing solely on calories and not nutritional content. So in 2017-ish, maybe 2016-17, I launched a low-carb, high-fat program as a pilot one day a week. I had a nutritionist working with me, and we essentially gave people a low-carb meal plan where the goal was to get them into ketosis, and then we counseled them on how to follow a low-carb diet. We did this for about a year and a half, and it worked for the most part. People lost weight. Some people lost a lot of weight, and I thought I was brilliant, like slightly arrogant. (laughs) But over time, what became so obvious is that people couldn't stick with it. They'd be on the diet for a while and then real life would kick in or they'd have a bad day and they'd crave carbs and then they'd abandon their eating and they'd go back to old habits. So though effective, the change in the eating habits didn't stick. So I knew that we were missing something and we just were not serving our patients to the highest level. 
But it was now, you know, 2017-ish, and I was still running this program. I had I had increased how much I was doing this work to two days a week, and I borrowed space from my husband's medical clinic. He's also a doctor, and I used his office on days that he wasn't working there. I had hired my first part-time dietitian, but I couldn't pay her very much because I wasn't making any money. And we were, but we were both just so passionate about helping people. So we hustled and we, you know, put together this program. We start, we took a lot of referrals from doctors in the community and we were doing, we were running this program two days a week. And in my ongoing quest to learn more, I started taking courses in psychotherapy. So I learned basic cognitive behavioral therapy or CBT. And then I learned DBT, which is dialectical behavioral therapy. And then ACT, which is acceptance and commitment therapy. I took mentorships in cognitive behavioral therapy. I was just consuming as much as I could to understand the psychology behind behaviors. And my team had grown a little bit at this point as well. I had two dietitians, so I got them trained in the strategies also so that we could all be delivering a higher level of care to help people with changing their behaviors by understanding their thinking patterns and their emotions. And then in 2018, I decided it was time to take the plunge to open up a proper obesity clinic on my own with proper space. So I made a risky financial decision, but I knew that I loved what I was doing and what we were doing, and I wanted to reach more people. So we found this beautiful space with 12-foot ceilings and bright light, floor-to-ceiling windows. I hired a construction company and a designer. We renovated the whole thing. Our reception area is like wrapped in this beautiful clear cedar paneling. Like it's really lovely. We have this large moss wall mural as artwork in the reception area. It's beautiful. It's such a nice space. It was also an incredibly painful process to do the reno because we had all these permitting issues and the construction was delayed by four months. It literally felt like the end of the world at that time. I also had my third child in June 2019, just as the renovations were kicking off. It was It was all nutty. I think back on that time and it was like, I think of it as I delivered two babies in the same year because I had my child, I had the clinic. It was a lot. We moved in in November, 2019. And you all know how the story unfolds. Just what happened just a few short months later, March, 2020, the pandemic hits, everything got shut down and we had to pivot online. So we used our space and I'm standing in it now because I still have it, but we don't use it anymore for clinical care. And it just sits empty. So it makes me a little bit sad. It's such a beautiful space. However, it was also the very best thing that could have happened for us because we pivoted online and our program just expanded so much because now we were able to help people who were all over Ontario, which was phenomenal. We started having people reach out to us from other provinces and we were able to expand to the East Coast. So we've discovered that we were able to deliver better care to more people. Our clients were happier. They didn't have to come and take a whole day off work and sit in our waiting room for an hour before seeing us. They could, you know, literally get the same level of care, maybe even better care. We offered, we started offering more support groups during the week, all of the stuff that we would never have been able to do if we remained in our brick and mortar. So it really was such a blessing for us. I'm very grateful. I know it was a really challenging two years for so many, and I'm sensitive to that, but I'm just sharing in our journey, it allowed us to do so much more and reach so many more people. Now we have patients in three provinces, and it's amazing, right? We can reach people who are in these rural communities who would never get access to the the kind of care that we offer. 
We have one lady who's so lovely. She lives in rural Newfoundland in a town that can only be accessed by an airplane. There are no roads, right? Like, how crazy is that? I think I, I love that, that we can now help her. I think that's, you know, I'm so proud of the fact that me and my team are reaching these people who need what we have to offer, need our level of expertise, and now we can get to them. And that is so exciting for me. So yes, I lost the investment in this clinic, but we have reached so many more women than I ever knew was possible, and we are continuing to grow our reach to help even more women. All right, so that was 2020. And that year, in 2020, because we were making this transition to like this online program, I had never, number one, I'd never run a business before. Number two, I'd never run an online program before. And so I knew I needed some help. So I invested in a business coaching program for healthcare practitioners, paid a large sum of money for my team of four at the time to do this program. And we all went through the program, all the trainings. They taught us all the things. Like I I learned so much tech in that time. I learned how to make a website, how to create an online course, how to set up a funnel, an email service provider, and all these email sequences. I can make a fully online platform for you if you need it. (laughs) Now I hire people to do that. But we learned all those things, and we learned business skills, like how to build know, like, and trust. It was this whole new skill set that I had never developed. I mean, I've talked about this before, but You know, I trained to be a physician from the time I was 12. I only ever took math and science. I didn't know the first thing about business, so it was all very new to me. And this was the summer of 2020. We we were doing this course, and I worked seven days a week until midnight every single night. I was completely burnt out, but also so excited about the possibilities of having this fully online program that could serve so many more people than our brick and mortar clinic. And through the coaching I was receiving in this program, I realized just how powerful coaching could be because I was seeing myself change and my mindset change of what was possible. And I needed to explore this more. So I started listening to the Life Coach School podcast by Brooke Castillo and my mind was blown. I remember I binge listened to probably the first 200 episodes within a very short period of time. And then I was convinced that Like I had to become a life coach. I had to go through her certification program. And so in the fall of 2020, I decided I would pilot a coaching program for the women in our clinic. And I called it the Stop Overeating Mastermind. And it was a 12-week program for women who are already part of our Best Weight program, but we just focused on the coaching. And pretty unanimously, the women who went through that coaching program loved it so much that they would say that that was the most valuable part of our Best White program. So I really realized that we needed to be offering that coaching piece because that was dealing with the why that was driving behaviors. In January 2021, I invested in coach certification through the Life Coach School. This was a six-month coaching certification program. And I had to reduce my clinical hours to be able to do this certification while also seeing patients, while also running our clinic. And my team had been steadily growing at this point. I had brought on three other wonderful physicians, two endocrinologists, a GP psychotherapist. I had two full-time dietitians and my office admin. So that allowed me to cut down to just three days a week of clinical work and develop this other skill set. And as I was going through the coaching certification program, it really helped me to realize that For me, coaching was bringing together everything I had started learning and being interested in in terms of psychology and behavior change together in a simple way that was easily digestible and easy to present to clients. The type of coaching that I learned through 
the Life Coach School, LCS, is called causal coaching. That's the type of coaching that Brooke teaches. And it really was such a pivot in my practice as a physician. I started in my patient-physician interactions to spend more and more time coaching in our appointments and less and less time kind of just focusing on the medical aspects. And it was clear to me that that was the piece that patients were loving the most. And I still think that that's true. My patients can like verify that, but most of my patients really love that coaching aspect. Because here's the thing and kind of how I wrap my head around weight management and obesity medicine and coaching and bringing it all together the way we have is that to the medical piece, like our medical system is very prescriptive. So when you come to a physician, you come, you have a problem, the physician tells you what the problem is, they diagnose the problem, and they tell you what the treatment is, and they hand you a prescription, and they tell you to follow their instructions. Very, very prescriptive. That is not going to work in a behavior change model, right? So if we're focusing on dealing with compulsive overeating tendencies, stress and emotional eating, binging, self-sabotaging, body dissatisfaction, all of the stuff that our team is really good at, that's not treated in a prescriptive model of care. And so while medicine and treating the physiology of hormones and obesity is so important, and that's why we have an amazing medical team of endocrinologists and internists who who address that side of it, it's really not the whole picture. The other side is how do we deal with the behavioral aspect and all of the mindset issues that get in the way? And that's where coaching comes in. Causal coaching is uncovering the root issues that are driving these behaviors. So why are you turning to food to self-soothe? And how can we help you to find other ways of self-soothing without using food as that buffer? Okay, that's an example. Why do you keep walking back to the pantry in the evening even though you're not hungry and you're just kind of on this autopilot and you can't stop yourself? Why are you sabotaging your weight loss when things just start going well? And how do we dismantle all of that ingrained diet mentality that makes you think you have to be perfect? Otherwise, screw it. I've gone off my plan. I might as well just enjoy myself. I've blown my diet. I'll start again on Monday, right? All of that is what we have to deal with if we want to achieve long-term weight loss in a sustainable way that doesn't feel like punishment and restriction. And coaching allows us to get to the bottom of all of that. We uncover what I like to call kind of garbage thinking, thinking that is not serving you and it's keeping you stuck and small and not living the life that you want. And we rebuild some powerful beliefs that help you achieve peace with food, with your body, and ultimately help you lose weight in a much more sustainable way. Now, today we are in early 2022 and I identify equally as a weight loss coach as I do as an obesity physician. But it is most definitely my coaching skills that make me an excellent obesity physician. I finally feel like I've gotten to the point in my own personal growth as an expert in this industry where I'm able to really help other women change their lives and build a team that helps other women change their lives. I've done enough work on myself to deepen my understanding of nutrition and physiology and psychology in human behavior change that I'm confident that I can help any woman who comes to me. But here's the best part about my personal growth is it hasn't been just about me. And that's probably the piece I'm most proud of. In all of this, I've been assembling the most incredible team of professionals investing into their training and their personal growth so that together we can deliver what we have now, which is Canada's premier coaching and medical program that helps women stop stress and emotional eating, lose weight for good, and thrive in their life. You see, if it was just about me, 
I could see maybe 24 patients a day, five days a week. I'd probably get really burnt out and it would really limit how many people I could help. But in training my team and bringing them on board to the same level of excellence and where they have skill sets that I don't even have, by bringing on endocrinologists and psychiatrists and dietitians and other life coaches, we're able to serve so many more women and deliver the best care possible. And that is what I'm very, very proud of. That I love. And our patients love that too. A lot of people come and they think they just want access to me. And everyone gets access to me in our group calls. But what I think is awesome is I have had patients go through my program who never worked with me one-on-one. They only worked with other members of the team and got the most amazing results. Literally life-changed, total freedom and peace with their bodies and food and lost a tremendous amount of weight without dieting. Never had a one-on-one appointment with me. Right? That is amazing. That is where the impact goes beyond me. And the thought that I had to really work through to get there is I used to have this belief like no one can do it as well as me. That thought did not serve me and it did not serve the people I'm trying to reach because my impact will always be limited. Now my belief is there are people who know things and do things so much better than me and I want them on my team to best serve my clients. And that thought is what I go with now, what I really believe now, and what really fuels how we are moving forward. Now, my role within our Best Weight program is I'm one of the coaches, and I have another master certified weight loss coach, and we do weekly group coaching. And I love that part of it, and I think the people who are right for our program love that part of it as well, because that is where we do the deep thought work. And that is where we see the transformation, the aha moments where people are like, oh my goodness, this is finally clicking. In all of this that I've just told you about, I hope it was interesting to see this evolution. We've made this major transition from obesity medicine clinic, where we just address physiology to this combination of we are a weight loss coaching program, but we also give you great medical care and you get one-on-one care with your own dietitian. We bring that all together. We've got a lot of other things as well, but that is what I believe makes us so unique and so able to get results for the people that we work with and see their lives change. I can confidently say that I am so proud of what we now offer. It is unique in Canada. There are no other weight loss coachings that include the medical care and the dietitian visits and specialist physicians. And I think it's really been in learning more about how we can best serve people to try, test something out, pivot, test something out, pivot. I always think of my business coach describes it as like Apple didn't release the iPhone 13 or whatever model they're on, right? They started with the iPhone 1, they gathered feedback, they pivoted, they made it better. They, they, they did the next version, then they pivoted and they made it better. And that's what I feel like we've done. Like we tried something, we made it a little bit better, made it a little bit better, made it a little bit better. And we're not done yet. And that's neat too. We're not done improving. We're still gathering feedback and seeing how we can help our clients even more. Who are the right people for our program? How do we really help women? ditch dieting and break down that diet mentality, quit the compulsive overeating, and then lose weight where it is going to last. And we're always learning a little bit more. And that is so fun for us. All right. Okay. I hope that was interesting. I guess if it wasn't, you could have just turned me off, right? (laughs) So if you listen to this point, then there you go. You now know the evolution, my journey as an internist turned obesity physician turned weight loss coach and entrepreneur running this program. 
I also wanted you to kind of understand why I've structured the program the way it is with both the coaching and the dietitian and the medical piece. Just as our website header says, it says we empower you with the medicine and the mindset to stop stress and emotional eating, lose weight for the last time, and thrive in your life. And that is truly what we do. Those are the right people for us, the the women who need that help. That is who we can help and help at the highest level. And I love doing it. And if you are a client in our program already, now you know the whole story of how we have gotten to this point. And if you're not a client yet, but you know you need to be, you know it's your turn to get off the diet train and stop the beating yourself up for not following the plan perfectly and drop all the feelings of guilt and deprivation and all of that. If you want to work with me and my team to put an end to all of that and learn to love yourself and actually lose weight and join an empowering community of women, you need to go over to my website, book a call with us. We will get started ASAP www.highmetaboliclinic.com. All right, ladies, I love you all. Have a fabulous week and I will talk to you again soon. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. If you enjoyed listening to the High on Life podcast, please take a moment to subscribe, share, and review it on Apple Podcasts.